See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh, my God. Is it working? It is working. Wow. You know, you're a very religious man, because every time we start a show, you go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, my gosh. And we're back. Yep. That's how we start the uh That's how you start the show, yeah. yeah. Hey, was it really? Yeah, every know. week. Yep. So, hey, we're up and running. My name's Mal. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius. I'm Parts Unknown, and this is Slow Robot to Go Go, show 273. For those of you keeping track at home, which I know you're not. I don't even know why I say the show episodes anymore, but whatever. Who cares? Yeah, you know? this is uh, show episode number whatever. Number whatever, whatever. Exactly. So what have you got going on this week? Did you watch anything? You had your your big power explosion this morning that woke you up, so that was fun. Uh, no, I didn't really watch anything. Not really. I've got hardly anything, actually. Really? Uh, yeah. Watched a little bit of a TV show, uh, Supergirl, which was oh, interesting. Boy, there's a lot, a lot of superhero stuff. I mean, there's so much. I didn't realize, like, you know how, like, if you watch Netflix or uh, or uh, Amazon, it's always like, oh, you might like this, and here's another thing that's probably like that. And if you watch any superhero stuff, it, the the list of is endless. Arrow and 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 uh, Flash, <sighs> and you're like, wow. I watched Gotham a little bit. That's Okay-ish? I don't know. Not too sure about it yet. Um, it's pretty... What I, I guess there must... So what, like, comic books, there's just, like, a million interpretations of the same guy? Pretty much. Is that what, like, like Supergirl? And then there'd just be, like, 90 different they, versions they of Supergirl? They just take a character and, and go, do whatever you want. <laughs> and then the... And then we the, don't the, care. And the we animator goes home either. and smokes a joint, and he's like, whoa! What if a super villain? What if what if a tanker full of toxic chemicals spilled on a yeah, caterpillar? And you're like, wow, okay, whatever. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, look, there's a character, and he's a guy with a he's a bat dude. Do whatever you want. Bat oh, okay. dude. Okay, I'm gonna make him a black woman. Okay, why go not? action and shoot. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Ching, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ching. That's yeah, the that's, motto. That's money in the bank, you know. I guess. Oh, so. hey, my ears are. I must be. I'm gonna be getting a lot of money. Oh, good for you. Uh-huh. And uh, and I watched uh, Rogue One, which is uh, the Star Wars last one before the one that's coming out soon. Um, I, I saw it before. I saw it in theaters. It's a good movie. Um, I like the new Star Wars stuff. Uh, I liked the original ones uh, quite a bit, and then those middle three were what they were. And then uh, you know the new ones since Disney took over has really kind of had a new breath of life to them in that they're good, better. They're better. Whatever. So, uh, yeah. I have nothing to say. Yep, no, you have no comment whatsoever. I have no comment. All right. no, I have no uh, comment. That equals he hates them, but whatever. So No, good. I don't hate them. I don't anything of them. Uh-huh. The first couple were good. Oh, I love the first three. I, I haven't rewatched them for quite some time. That's something I've kind of been like, I should probably do that. Because I, li- I did like them, and I've rewatched them maybe in the 90s or something. I, I have a problem I, with like um, a, a movie... Uh, sequel, 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 sequel. Franchises, I think, is what the name is. I have problems with franchises. Uh, yeah, but it's hard not. Anything that's even remotely bankable becomes a franchise. I mean, that Gal- that Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, you know, and I have the I. My, my mom actually had that one on Blu-ray, so I borrowed it. I haven't watched it yet. You know, that one I thought did eh. I didn't even think it did that good in the in the theaters. And then there's a second one, broke all records. You're like, okay, I guess what. They, it doesn't well, even it, have to be successful to be well, a franchise Well, because now. it's not just in the United States. It's all over the world. Yeah. And then they make a lot of money selling it to Netflix. or I guess. So yeah. th- it's not really all, but... Um, um, like, everything's a franchise. If it's, yeah. If it's remotely not a flop, it becomes just like, just keep grinding them out. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I could see one or two, you know, but everything becomes like, you know, part seven. I'm like, yeah. how about like something else? Yeah. How about another movie? Like, look at those Freddy, Freddy, uh, those Freddy yeah, Kruegers, and yeah, I have the box set out there uh, of the Freddy Krueger ones. I'm like, eh, one or two were good, then, then, then whatever. Then it just became shenanigans. Down, <coughs> you you know, know, it's like, uh, you know, that's what they do these days. Yeah, that's what the guys in uh, the Hollywood decide that they they decide what oh. you're gonna like and uh, you're gonna like it. 
and uh, if not, <laughs> so you know, go get your happy we'll meal you toy like and go get your Seven Up Slurpee with the branded. There's plenty of other things out in the world that you can watch, like our movie today. Oh, so that's wow. That's way better than like you know all those franchises you were talking about. <laughs> One of the greatest performances. We'll get into that a little bit later. One of the the greatest performances of all time by Cameron Mitchell as the angry police inspector. One of the greatest. Can you what like? (laughs) That was fucking awesome. (laughs) That was uh, that was greatness. He was like, "What are we shooting? No, yes, I don't know." He probably just put down his scotch and was like, "All right, well, so much, so much better. Just, just, just go. You know, so much better." Well, we'll discuss that in section two, you know. Mm-hmm. Other than that, nothing, man. I didn't really watch a whole heck of a lot. Well, you know. Busy, busy. Yeah. Ain't it great? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get busier soon. It's going to get worse and worse yeah, and worse so until you I just wish Flanders was dead. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the trailer break. When we come back, we're going to get right into our movie of the day. Wow. I remember how you used to hold me. How I used to sit on your face and wrinkle. This is Howard Scott on the scene for TV 12. We're at the Bougie Theater where it's been reported that a man has gone berserk while watching a double feature horror program. Ah! The police are trying to subdue the man now. In fact, here they come. What happened inside? Well, we got a 1040. He's gone berserk. Dad, if he just beat him. Uh, could you tell me what happened inside? Is this TV? Channel 12. The film frightened him that badly. Oh, yeah, it was a scary movie. Ah! I mean, he flipped out just when the girl took the axe and started to... Oh, Harry, it was when the guy took the razor and cut off. Uh, you, sir. Excuse me, what did you think of what happened inside? <laughs> sir, did, did you like the movie? <laughs> I'm gonna see it again. <laughs> I have here the little item passed out by the management to remind you that if you can't take frenzy of blood, that you better not come. A double explosion of bloody terror, blood spattered bride, and I dismember mama. Rated R. The manhandlers. When the mob muscles in on the massage parlors, the girls rub them down, then rub them out. Soft chicks and hard guys, lusting for a piece of the action. The manhandlers. The torrid touch of tingled fingers drives men to a frenzy of naked desire. Massage parlor mouths hold you in the grip of vice. Skirting disaster, flirting with fate, dancing with death. Dangerous dolls take on the whole gang. Machine Mamas, blasting the underworld with a hot shower of lead. The manhandlers, the massage parlor racket laid bare. The dens of desire spread to reveal a thousand thrills. He wields a 45, she carries a pair of 38s. The vice squad busts in, the girls bust out. More guts than the godfather. The manhandlers, wait till they get their hands on you. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Austin Powers Faja. His what? His Faja, Dr. Evil. His Verger? What's a Verger? His Faja. You know, the Faja. Yeah, gold member, I don't speak freaky deaky Dutch. Okay, perv boy? Faja, his dad. Dad is Faja. Oh, his dad. Oh, his father. Yes, I have a Dutch accent. Isn't that weird? He. More hideous than Jack the Ripper. She, bloodier than Bluebeard. No one is safe in That Teenage Psycho Meets Bloody Mary. Filmed in sensational bloody vision. Movie monsters come alive and go into the audience. You are suddenly surrounded by monsters. You become a party to the horror in The Teenage Psycho Meets Bloody Mary. Starring Cash Flag in bloody color. Barry, uh, what are you doing? You kidding me? She's hot as hell. Looking for a little flapping pickle. You sure you want to do this, man? You're drunk. I'm drunk. You're drunk. Everybody's drunk. All them young millennials. Everyone loves them. Oh my God, they're so great. Anyway, I don't think everybody loves them. I think they they, they just want. They're just told to hire young people because you <laughs> like, know, hey, young, hey, hire some young people because they're they're disposable. Because, Probably what it is. They don't know to ask for more money. Anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. This is about movies. This and is about a movie about terror. Oh, terror in Beverly Hills. Oh, that's the name of it. All right. From uh, nineteen, what is it? Nineteen ninety nine or oh, something. Oh, let me read the. Those. Yeah, read it for. I'll us, read the official so everyone knows what we are talking about. Let me take off my glasses because I'm not a millennial. Oh my God, bifocals. I'm gonna need them soon. All right, terror in Beverly Beverly Hills, nineteen eighty nine. 
The president's daughter is held for ransom in Beverly Hills by a group of Middle Eastern terrorists. <laughs> Retired Special Forces agent and karate master Heck Stone uh, is sent on a risky mission to get her back. Director John Mayers. Not John... Ma it, yeah, my, no, it's not, yeah, it's M Y H E R S. So I'm gonna do whatever that what you will. Yeah. Writers: Simone Bibian and John Mayer. So <laughs> Joe Davis is the FBI agent Mitchell. Uh, Lisa Haland Hesvok is Margaret. Uh, Frank Stallone. Yeah, Munir <laughs> Katchi is Abbas. <laughs> Brian Leonard is Tony Mata. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's... William the, Smith is the, the president. Uh, yeah, Brian Leonard is that guy that's on the TV all the time. I couldn't figure out who that was. Richard Marks is the policeman. Cameron oh, Mitchell mean, is Captain S Stills. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you mean, uh, the, 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 the news anchor? The news anchor who's he, so he was obnoxious. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the ticket. I thought it was that <laughs> guy. like John Lovett. I thought it was yeah, John Lovett. Yeah, that's right. My girlfriend, uh, Morgan Fairchild. No, I yeah, thought that right. was John Lovett as a very early role, and it wasn't. No, I was like, it wasn't. Oh. No, okay, wasn't. Bonita Money is Beverly Hills Diva. <laughs> Sam Sacco is... Uh, who cares? Some bodyguard. William Smith is the president. Frank Stallone. That's right. Frank Stallone. The, the good Stallone. Is Hackstone. Uh, <laughs> then who cares? Then there's a bunch of them. Derek is... John Walden is Derek... Bevaus... Is uh, Abdul and... Sahar... Is Muhammad. So. Yeah. You, now, you have done. You have made their careers right now. I think it's the first time these names have been like said anywhere besides. Now, yeah, really. I will say this. Um, what will you say before <laughs> certain things that happened in certain times of like 2001? <laughs> movies didn't have an actual enemy. They just used to say like <laughs> Middle Eastern, they, you know, or that kind of like. Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't say like act, they weren't really. It wasn't specific. like a club. Yeah, like it wasn't a club back then. It was just kind of Middle Eastern, and those actors could have been from anywhere as long as they kind of looked Middle Eastern. Swarthy, you know? I yeah. think, is the word. Swarthy. So, uh, this was a different time. It was a very different time where, um, yeah, you know. Uh, a, a terrorist would fly in and get picked up in a limo and then go to a beach house. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, hmm. Yes, it was a different time. It was a different kind. They took hostages. They weren't like out to, you know. Yep. The other thing that was interesting was this was almost, back in the 80s, this was considered a refreshing break because the gen generally speaking, the enemy was, the, the, was Russia. Yeah. So it was always, our hero was fighting some Russians. Because Russia was the evil forces back now then. So this is actually forward thinking. This movie was like on the go and forward thinking out of the box by using Middle Easterns as the enemy. You know, every now and then it'd be China. Yeah. So it was mostly <laughs> Russia, sometimes China, yeah, sometimes yeah. Middle Easterns. That was your standard evil fare, you know. Yeah. For action movies. But it was almost 98% of the time it was Russian. I mean, that, there was always... There was always terrorism going around, planes being hijacked, yeah. you know, hostages taken. But they really this, uh, this was yeah. a prescient movie. You yeah, know, a couple of years later, it would really. You know. And this was one of those things where, like you said, it was just taking a kidnapping, and we demand some things. They weren't really flying things into things and doing serious damage. Well, yeah, they know. wanted. To, well, they still do it today. I mean, oh, they, I still, they yeah. still want their their. They wanted, I guess in the movie, what is it? They want Israel to release 50 Palestinians or Middle, yep, Eastern, yep, Middle Eastern prisoners now. or else we're going to kill the president's daughter. That's the whole, that's that's the plot. The whole plot of the yeah. movie, basically. And, um, boy, I... Okay, a few weeks ago on our sister show, we do, we do a show called Asian Cult Cinema. Um, and that's, a, that's, a, that's just like a... It was on Radio St. Pete. You know, we do that one, and it's just kind of a, a little bit funnier. We do a 30-minute show about some random uh, movie from, you know, karate movie, Asian called whatever, just whatever wackiness we can stumble upon. This week happens to be one of the wackiest of the wacky. Oh, yeah. Um, but you won't hear about it for two months. Yeah, I know. Because we're in the future. <laughs> we are in the future. Where you'll spend the rest of your life. <laughs> yes, the future. We, I, I bought a Blu-ray movie called Samurai Cop. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
This is generally heralded as one of the most inept made movies ever in the <laughs> yes. history of the world. I mean, it was a movie in that it was cellular, it was images on a screen yes. and yeah. things were happening. Yes. As I watched Terror in Beverly Hills, I thought to myself, I wonder if Samurai Cop was more of a movie than Terror in Beverly Hills. <laughs> and I don't have an answer for that. Like You'll have to watch them over and over again. This, this isn't quite really a movie, is it? Yeah, it's kind of a movie. No, no, but let me tell you something. I have found... I don't know if I can. I don't know if we can deal. We can. We can. We're going to be able to deal with it. I have actually found a movie, another Frank Stallone movie with William Smith and Joe Estevez. Oh, we're doing it. That's that. It probably. It may be even worse. Oh, it's we're called doing the, that. It's called the Rollerblade Seven. Well, we did Rollerblade ro- Gator. Remember Gator Roller Roller Gator? Uh, yeah, roller? it's probably on par with. Roller Gator. I bet you it was the same week they just shot them both. I'll have to bring it to you. And you'll have to. I, I want oh, you to look at that. it. I want to do that next. Joe Estevez. Not, I'll have to be. You have to be. Okay. A, I have to bring it. Dang! Please do. I mean, Joe Estevez, Frank Stallone, William Smith. I love and a budget Joe of ten dollars. I love Joe Estevez. A slower budget than this movie. Do it. Bring it. Let's do it right All now. Right. I want to. I want to drive to your house and get okay, a copy of it so we can it. do it next okay, week. The Rollerblade Seven. I, I love it. No, this because this. And I do love at Joe uh, Amelia Estevez. He's hilarious. Joe Estevez. Oh, you got oh, it's Joe Estevez. Joe Estevez. So then that is the exact same. I guarantee it's the same guy who did Roller Gator, because <laughs> Joe Estevez was in that one. Remember, he was the carny guy, and he's like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I have that. to look. No, it's not um, Emilio. It's Joe Estevez. I love Emilio Estevez. I mean, he was very a flash well, in the Repo pan, Man. Yeah, that's why. When yeah. I was a kid, I was like, yeah, Repo Man. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he was that goofy guy I liked. This is a movie. It's a cheap movie. This is a movie. I mean, it, is it, has, a movie? it does have a plot to it. I mean, it's a it's a flimsy plot, but it does have a plot to it. You're right. I guess you're right. I mean, it it, it is a movie. Okay, everyone. Well, we've established that. I it think is I think I'll movie. be honest with you. I think I laughed more at parts of Samurai Cop than in this one. But the performance of Cameron Mitchell made me laugh out loud constantly. So I think they're on yeah, par. They are. I, it's the same ilk. I guess that one's just like prettier because it's on Blu-ray. It, or you remember how like nice it looked yeah. and like that. Like so, I guess that's probably what it is. And uh, and Samurai Cop just you laughed so hard at that one because it was just what are we doing here? Like they didn't know what they were doing from scene to scene. I don't think you know. It just kind of was like, well, film this. I, I went and I looked through Frank Stallone's uh, you know, IMDb, and he is gold. He is gold. I mean, he's still working today, and he's got a ton of movies. I didn't know he was still working. Yes, I thought he's he did still like working two, today. You know. No, he's got like hundreds of movies. So I him think. and Joe Estevez are going yeah. neck and neck to see who can make the most. Just and, whatever. And, fr- and, and Frank is actually a, a decent singer too, unlike his brother. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he really sings. He's a yeah. He's, just, he's got songs on. Uh, he's on uh, YouTube. You can see oh him like. It, there's there's a, a clip of him. He had some famous guitar store in Sly Bottom. This like unbelievable like guitar that was owned by some country. A band in the fifties, the I forgot what it was called. Oh, He's then wow. he was playing it, man. He was good. That's cool. I mean, I don't hate Frank Stallone. I, to be yeah. honest with you, I, I the Sons of the Pioneers. I think he had a, he bought Sly bought him a guitar by some group called the Sons of the Pioneers. It was like an old country, and he was huh. like, oh my god. So he was know? that was his that was his shtick. That was his yeah jam, yeah huh? yeah. He was at uh, some famous guitar store, but anyway. And you can tell, you can tell. Now we're not talking. I don't. We'll go through it a little bit. I was gonna say we'll go through it a little bit, but. I don't know what he's missing over Sly. Be- other, th- I mean, obviously Sly Stallone is very big, but that's from juicing and just lifting and everything like that. Because Frank Stallone seems like he can act, but he wasn't given anything. Well, Stallone made his made himself. He made Rocky. Yeah. He made you know he Rambo. Made, he made Rambo. He 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 was able to make. A character for himself. He basically like well, he wrote some of them himself. Yeah, he, he wrote like, a lot I, of he's them. He's like, this is mine, and don't, he wrote you know. two franchises. Speaking of franchises, <laughs> no kidding. That's what made him. How was Rambo a franchise? I love the first one. First Blood was the first a great, one's great movie. It was, it was a that was an intense movie. That was a great movie. When I thought yeah. when I was a kid, I was scared and I was like, wow, that's crazy, and it had meaning to it. Like it that did have some kind of deep vietnam war era stuff that we we dealt with when we were growing up that we had 
to look in the mirror sometimes and say that. Uh, and then I'm, I think that just evolved into exploding arrows and yeah, shit, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, but you know, so Sylvester Stallone, and I don't knock the guy. Everyone hates him, and it's funny to make fun no, of him. No, he's fine. Hey, he's good. He is a fine actor. He's he's good. he's made a damn good living, and he's he's in pretty he's a da- superstar. Yeah, he's a superstar. He's in him and uh, Schwarzenegger are both in as good a shape as I've ever been in my life, and they're 90, you know. Yeah, right. So, whatever, whatever, you know. Take that for what so, you will. Know, Frank Stallone was just, he just became a B-movie Little guy, brother. You know? He's the Eli to the Peyton. Eli's got two Super Bowl wins, yeah, that's not, And Frank has a whole row of movies, so yeah, then, then you can't call him favorite. Uh, you can't call him favorite. Frank had any Super Bowls. Sly maybe had a couple. Yeah. And you know what I'm talking about? I touched that in the Super Bowl. He'd be like, did he? I don't know. Did yeah, he Rocky, Super Bowl wins. Rambo, <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. He got a couple, you know, but... But Frank is uh, enjoyable in this movie as a uh, as a as an ex marine karate instructor. What, yeah, what, and that first part he has so many pads on it looks like a raccoon. Were they trying to do like a reveal like, haha, I'm Frank alone. Like, you know, <laughs> like he had like a f- mask yeah. under his face uh, or his headgear. And you're like, wait, are are you trying to do like a surprise reveal? Like, oh my God, Frank Stallone's in this movie. Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? You know. <laughs> so anyway, like in the beginning of this movie, it takes forever. Okay, it's like 12 oh minutes of following this like terrorist guy through the Middle East, and there's no point to it. Like, it's it just wandering around, coming to the U.S., getting frisked at the airport, looking mean and nasty. You that know? part when they were walking around in in, in the Middle East, and and there is literally no point to this. It was B-roll, or, or the producer filmed some stuff when he went on vacation and Whatever. they used it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I paused at some point because I had something that I came back and I was like, we're only 10 minutes in. It felt like 40 minutes of wandering around wherever this was, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like I, I was like, I'm in trouble here. Yeah, you know they're, I mean? they're, they're trying to like build characters to these guys that are like, okay, you know, so they come to the U.S., and they're picked up, like like you said, in a limousine by like some, you know, other, you know, Middle Easterners. Some and, handlers, you know, they're and, like, oh. And they, they go, okay, well, we we, be- we got to go to Beverly Hills. That's where it is and blah, blah, blah. And then you meet Sly Stallone and he's got his cop buddy and they're yeah. fighting in a dojo. What, well, I'm sorry to stop you before we get no, too far ahead. ahead. One of the weirdest things is like occasionally through this movie and this happens more than once so uh, they they try to write in some kind of like deep soul searching thing like yes, they're on the plane yes, and the two yes. the two guys are there and he's like and the one the one uh, the one the terrorist turns to the other and says did you ever you know wonder if we were doing the right yeah, thing right, right, yeah. and then the other one said I love killing babies Mentos no he didn't say that part yeah, but he was right. but it was like one of those things where you're like but then they immediately drop it they don't really use that to delve into more character development. The guy's just like, when they killed my wife and children, I do, swore to hate all Americans. And you know, that's it, huh? Or, or Palestine, whatever. And I was like, okay, I guess, you know. And yeah. But there was no more deep survey, because then that same guy brings it up later in the movie, and you're like, you already got your half-assed answer. No one cares. You don't care. You Nobody cares. You're like, okay, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so strange. And then they got off the plane, and they... And they were like, that the, the other thing they were trying to write things in the movie to make it look like maybe the this guy's the people that they hate aren't so bad because the little kid shoots the gun and he's like I'm six years old. And oh he, right, right. And okay, then yeah. the some he dropped the terrorist dropped his wallet, and the DEA agent comes running over. He's like, sir, sir, oh you you dropped your wallet. I'm sorry, you know. He's like, oh thank you, you know. So they're trying to like say, look, they're really good, but we're still evil, you know. There was a funny scene where one of the guys goes to the bathroom and the woman's coming out and he goes and she like says like, you know, Arab, you, you jerk, filthy Arab, you, know, you filthy pig Arab. And yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. ADR. Yeah. It was like kind of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, ooh, uh, yeah, like, wow. That's, uh, is he gonna kill her now? Or racism, yeah. everyone. Like when they showed the kid, I thought they were gonna blow the plane up. Yeah, but they didn't. You know, they were getting off and they had then bigger. Then the movie would have been over. <laughs> I'd I would have been on board with that. Twenty minutes in, oh, good movie. All right, I'll give that one an eight. <laughs> so they get into town and they get picked up by these guys and they got some. We don't know what's going on yet. So they go, okay, we gotta go to. Ooh, suspense. We gotta go to. You know, here's the place where you gotta go. Here's where you gotta get ready. We gotta we gotta hit or whatever. Okay. Yeah. 
So then, you know, cut to like, you know, some woman walking into a boutique, I guess in Beverly Hills. I don't yeah. know, it could be anywhere. Oh, cause, and it was after they did that little cut in with Frank Stallone with the karate yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So you mean Frank Stallone? Brought to you, you by mean, Pepsi. Yeah, brought to you by Pepsi. The a few first times. time of six that you're going to see Pepsi. Yeah. But we'll talk about those yeah, later. I'm sure Pepsi's proud. <laughs> Coke paid for that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. No, no, I mean, Coke said, here, we're going to put some product placement. Here's the Pepsi. That's, yeah. That's how much faith we have in this movie. So, uh, so yeah, so Stallone's, like, boxing with the guy, and they're setting them up, like, oh, man, you know, you, know, you were in, uh, you know, somehow or another, I forgot how it happened, but it was funny as crap, too. They're talking, and there's a picture of Frank Stallone with one of the guys on the... And I, what, how was it that that came about? I don't even remember. He goes, like, what about this guy yeah, here? Oh, no, the call, well, the call came in, and he's like, oh, there's a disturbance downtown. He's like, oh, I gotta go. And he's, the cop is talking to Stallone. And he goes, oh, remember when you were in, in yeah, the war yeah. with that guy? He's like, oh, he turned on me, but... He was my best friend. He was my best friend and all that stuff. And then he tells that story about how, uh, you know, I let a, I let, we caught a guy and, it's, and he wanted to kill him and I didn't. And I said, we're just taking him in. And now he, then he escaped and killed his family. And now he vowed revenge. They, the, the major plot point of this whole movie was literally kind of brushed off said, oh, well, anyway, here's some Pepsi, you know. And then, and then they just yeah. sat down and started talking. You're like, okay, was that important? I guess it was. <laughs> so yeah. then... So then, like, the, the the girl goes into the boutique, and then all of a sudden, it's like you see the, the car come out, the the limo come out, and the, and the dudes come in with a gun, and they, like, blow everybody yeah, up. They start shooting people. And they drag her out, and you go, wow, what the, what's this all about? And then you find out she's the president's daughter, so they kidnap the president's daughter. Now, okay. That's, oh, that's where I went, what? <laughs> like, I was really like, what? What are you talking about? Like, now... <laughs> In, before this happens, there's a weird little side thing where it was like there's this like black jive talking dude goes into like a, a strip club. Goes into like a strip club with the only boobs. Machine. The only boobs we see, you know, we see yeah. Like a, besides they, some of our actors, they 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 play they paid an exotic dancer like in coke to dance around with their boobs out for like a minute. Yeah. So that no, we no. There's a scene at towards the end where you get to see the president's daughter like little bit of boob when the guy's ripping her shirt oh, but open. That was so... But that, it was yeah. like, yeah. But anyway, so that that character comes into the bar and he's like talking to the the to Indian in, guy. Indian bartender. And they're like, and they're the stolen watches or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, you don't see this level of insanity very often anymore. This was, a, this was of the time. There was an insanely jive-ass turkey that came in, and he was the black guy, like a hu street hustler, and he was, starts talking to his buddy, the Indian bartender, and they're speaking the most jive. Yeah, The yeah, lady yeah, from yeah. Airplane should have yeah. came in and said, hold on, everyone on the audience, I yeah. speak jive, <laughs> and she could have, like, interpreted it for us. And he's, he's like, he has this watch, the black guy has, like, a whole sleeve of watches that he sells because he steals them and sells them. And he's like, he pays the guy. And they do this little handshake. Remember, like, high fives and low yeah, fives? Yeah, and stuff yeah, like? yeah, well, they, oh, had yeah the, they had that elaborate, like, oh, yeah, That's and then they it, bump yeah. this and all this stuff. And you're like, what are we watching? 90s, you know? the 90s. Ni the 80s, 89. 89, oh, yeah. well, cusp. Yeah. <laughs> so, if only we knew what was to come, we would have stayed in that jive-ass oh, time. Yeah. And, then, and, you know, and then there's two patrons there that are, like, talking. And they're, they're, I don't even know what they were even there for. I don't even know what this scene was there for, other than boobs and jive. Did it for? Was it having? I don't know. I don't know because because then that guy leaves, uh -huh. and then doesn't he get like picked up by the cop? That oh, was, yeah, the cop like the, pulls the up. Stallone's cop like pulls up and he goes, "Hey, you, you know," and he's like grabs him and he's like, "I know, you know, you're you're arrested for doing something." I don't know like, what, what you talking about, jive ass turkey. I didn't do nothing, you know. And he's like, so uh, he grabs him, puts him in the car, and and he's, he's driving. And he hears, "Oh, there's a disturbance on Beverodeo Drive or whatever." No, the shooting happens right in front of him. The sh oh, was it? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's frisking this guy and handcuffs him and that's the right, shooting right. happens at the boutique and he puts the guy in the car that's right. and chases and I'm like look man everyone knows if you're got a ticket or, or you're getting arrested and someone does something horrible your get out of jail card just got punched because they're going to say get out of here I have this important thing to deal with but he leaves him in the car handcuffed he puts him in the car handcuffed and he's like you're going to get his kills man shit man <laughs> so he chases the dudes and at this point, they're driving the A-Team van, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's like a helicopter. No, we forgot. We oh, saw some geez. more boobs, remember? But the helicopter's flying above. Oh, those girls in the pickup truck. And it goes, no, that's, that's 
two more chicks, yeah, you know. So I'm more. underrating it. I should. I didn't know. I sh- I should have said. Yeah, don't you know, forget. Those don't were forget. blurry though. Those were blurry. You couldn't far see away. them. Yeah. yeah. So they're following these guys, <laughs> and they, they like. They were in the white limo at this point. They were in the white limo. You're yeah, right, they had the president's daughter in the white limo. Because they pulled in, then they switched to the van. The 18 van is after this. After that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. But I don't. I don't remember if they lost track of them or somehow yeah. or another they got away when they, they changed. They 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 came flying in. They they parked the limo. They jumped in the eighteen van. And then they took off, and that's when everyone's like, "Oh my God, we can't find them!" And then, then our hero kind of pulls up and he's like, "Hey, old guy, where's the people that were in this car, this van?" And he's like, "Oh, he drove away in a van." And he's like, "Okay, thanks." Then they all pour in and they start driving after him underneath that dirty. Aquifer or whatever, yeah, like right, right, under yeah. a bridge or yeah, like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And that's when a truck pulls out, and instead of in this movie, instead of a fruit stand, you know, how a fruit cart, how they always get hit. There's a fruit truck in this, and it it pulls out in front, and all the fruit falls. The cop car slides sideways, hits a bunch of pallets, and after our heroes, are, I mean, the bad guys get away. There's three cans of Pepsi on one of the pallets. The cop, <laughs> the cop takes them. And he goes, and he, look, and look. He takes it off there and he look. opens it. He's like, gosh darn it. And he takes a sip of Pepsi. Next scene. And I was like, you don't get that kind of product placement very often. <laughs> yeah. I actually got their money worth. <laughs> That was was the five hundred bucks they put into this movie. That was dedication, man. They're like, oh. <laughs> the cop re- reached out and grabbed the Pepsi's off the ca- off the smashed uh, pallet, and I'm like, wow. So now the terrorists have like they have a little hideout, like some burned out building. They got the president's daughter, and they want ransom, and they find and they and then they, they call. I think they they, they call the uh, the cops, and there's one yeah. there's one dispatcher woman in the whole police force. Okay. Yep. And she's connected with the. Well, uh, I remember the it's such a small guy. place. Yeah, you know, she's connected with TV guy, but that's a, but that's later on, you yeah. know. But then, like, they get in. She get, she she finds out about it, and then they tell, the the police department. And then we get to see Cameron Mitchell chewing scenery, screaming, cussing, saying everything like you know. It's, it's like it's like what are you guys doing out there? You're watching porn or what? Get to work, you know. What's that? What's that sweat you're wearing? I told you you gotta wear a suit, you stupid, you fucking idiot, you know, and I'm like, oh man, he's, this is amazing. He's saying things that don't even sound like English. They don't even make sense. They're not even relevant to anything in the movie. He's <laughs> just spouting off things and no he's one's like in the screaming at everybody. And no one's there. maybe he just was like suffering dementia and they just filmed him. They didn't even tell him he was in a movie. They probably just filmed him. They just said wing it, buddy, yeah, he's just like, wing it. Hey, What's your name? I'll tell you. You should be wearing a sweater. He just he just started freaking out, and they're like, "Film it." He was riffing, man. He was riffing, <laughs> ripping in dementia. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back. We're gonna find out if the president's daughter does indeed get saved. Uh, I hope so. I don't know, man. There are only two things I can't stand in this world: people who are intolerant of other people's cultures, and the Dutch. A love psycho goes berserk in women and bloody terror. <coughs> Remember, you can only die once in night of bloody horror. Women and bloody terror and night of bloody horror. Two blood-chilling shockers on the same screen. Producers guarantee $2,000 cash to your family if you die of fright while watching Women and Bloody Terror and Night of Bloody Horror. Together, the pair everyone is talking about. Can you stand twice the shock? Women and Bloody Terror and Night of Bloody Horror. Don't go wrong. The Rocky Horror Picture Show is a must for all of you. If you don't go and see it, I shall personally come around to your houses and drag you out by the scruff of the neck. I shall belt you around the mouth and mouth you around the belt. Do you understand what I'm saying? See the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without parents. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. A world-famous scientist, greatest living master of the occult, has mysteriously vanished. In his place, a huge and fearsome prehistoric monster suddenly appears. What happened to Dr. Waterman? Only one man, last to see him alive, knows. 
And now he finds himself in deadly peril. The weird, the unbelievable, the supernatural come alive before your very eyes in Equinox. The invisible barrier between good and evil. Between light and the forces of darkness. What is the secret of the thousand-year-old book? See four teenage boys and girls fight a devil cult for their lives, their sanity, their eternal souls in Equinox. In supernatural color. Equinox. Hey, guys, one more thing. Hey, this summer, when you're being inundated with all this American Bicentennial Fourth of July brouhaha, don't forget what you're celebrating, and that's the fact that a bunch of slave-owning, aristocratic white males didn't want to pay their taxes. All right, we are back. That was... So, now, Equinox. What I know, what is Equinox? Equinox, man. That was, uh... Wasn't that... That was like, um... Oh, God. I'm thinking, I can't... It's not the caveman. The caveman was Ega. Oh, yeah. But it's like a... a, a claymation kind of uh, oh, character. I'm pretty sure. I, I've seen it, but I can't remember it that well. But, yeah, I think it was a claymation. Ega. Classic, man. Ega, oh, man. Yeah. That Richard was, Keel. That was one of the first... Not one of the first... It was early on in Richard Keel's... Uh, yeah, career. probably. You know, yeah. he was. It, there was one where he was really young. I forget. We, I think we even did it. It's that space monster one or whatever like that. And he showed up. He was like, "I'm here to do the doctor." Oh yeah. And he, the du- human duplicators. And yeah, he was yeah, yeah. really, really young. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, right. yeah. this dude's giant, man." He did a lot of voiceover work too, like Frankenstein Jr. and stuff yeah, like that. Why that not? Was him, what man. a classic deep, you know, deep voice. And of course, Lurch is where you would know him from. Yeah, he was great. All right, no, <clears throat> he's not in this movie. So anyway, the president is, gets a call sent from uh, from the inspector from wherever, going, uh, you know, "Hey, by the way, president, after you talk to the Israeli prime minister, we need to give tell you some news." Yeah. Oh yeah, what's that? Um, your daughter's been kidnapped by and uh, by some terrorists, and they want ransom. They want eleven or fifty prisoners released. And he's like, "Oh my God, you gotta." You got to get him, and of course the president is William Smith from CC and Company, classic yeah, biker. William actor. Smith. Uh, I was like, mm, famous character actor, bad mud, guy, bad guy, bud, uh, beer and mud brawler. Yeah, he's the president. He's the president now. You're like, but he looked very. He looked. He was older, so you know. But he, had like big, but he had that big. He had that big, big old like you know porn stash yeah. or whatever, president porn stash. They should have had uh, Snake Plissken should have came in. You need me to kill someone, William Smith? He'd be like, No, I got this. Thanks though. So he calls yeah. up. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, Kurt Russell, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy too. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so he's he so he calls up one of his like CIA guys or whatever. He goes, "Hey, listen, you got to get somebody to grab get my daughter." He goes, "Who do you have?" He goes, "Well, you know, we can always. I think Frank Stallone can we do it. Hack Stone. Hack Stone. Yeah." He goes, "Like, well, isn't he like you know out of the military?" He goes, "Yeah, but you know, we can talk to him, and I think he's he he'll do it." You know, he goes, "Well, you got to get him then, because I want my daughter." back alive so then then you cut to the scene of the one guy who just did his one scene in the movie inside a inside a a van and he's on the phone calling up hack stone he goes hey hack you're the man for we need you man we need need you to get country needs you he starts doing that thing and and he's like well i don't know you know i'm out we're tired and blah 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 and he goes no but you've been deputized or whatever again you got to do it you know he's like well i gotta talk to my family you know and then like his wife and kids show up and they're talking and he's like, well, what am I going to do, you know? And she's like, well, you got to do what you got to do. And he goes, uh. like, all right, well, you know, it's from my country. So, yeah, you know, you guys be careful. And I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to go save the day, you know. Yeah. So he, while he's going there, like uh, um, they're, they're going to kill some, they're, they're telling them they're, they're going to kill her if they don't, you know, do this. So. Uh, I think uh, at this point... Um, well, this is where everyone descends... They find out where they are, and they everyone find descends out where they on are. They descends on They know where they are. Yeah, the, the, the camera crew goes there. It's like all these bimbo girls. And there's like girls. a little bit of a shootout, and the yeah. one guy, the one buddy gets shot yeah. fatally, or whatever. Yeah, well, what ha- yeah, what happens almost is... Almost fatally. Uh, Cameron Mitchell shows up in a in a barn to scream, and then the, then the cameramen are there, and they send in... Because the one guy got shot in the shoulder at the... Uh, at the bu- oh, that's right. The no, he, got, he got shot at the boutique, yeah. So, so they're trying to keep him alive, and then they said, "We'll send in a, 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 a medic. medic." And they and so that cop from that was uh, St- Stallone's sparring partner right. goes, "Just send me in." He goes, "What do you mean? I can't send you. I need a medic. I don't want to send a medic anyway." He goes, "Now just send me in. 
I know how to do some first aid. Yeah, give me a, that kit, and I'll walk and, in. And you know. so he goes, okay, but I'm going to wire you. Okay, go ahead and wire me. Yeah, you know? So then, yeah, that's when that, then that goes sideways because he goes in, and there's this one. This terrorist group has this like really aggressive, angry woman. Yeah, right. Like she's over the top. She is. Great, yeah, yeah, not yeah. over the top with with Sylvester Stallone where he does no, arm yeah. wrestling, but no. I mean over the top like she, she's insane and and she plays this militant gal and uh, she's like screaming at him and they blindfold him. I was like, why would you blindfold him? He's in the building. There, everyone is surrounding this building. They're gonna <laughs> yeah. blind blindfold him. We don't want you to know where we are in this barn. You're like, uh, there you are. You know, everyone's standing there. So while they're there, you know, then. There, people are like on the top of the roof and this is where you can tell this is not the same shot this is not the same anything you know and they find the wire on him and they're like kill him and they take him down and, and the, the girls start beating him with boards and all this weird stuff and they're screaming yeah, he, at him and he actually like does some first aid on the guy yeah, she, yeah. but then like you know they grab him uh, and, and, and they see this find the the wire the wire yeah. and then they, they beat him to death Okay, you could have just shot him, but they yeah. Beat then him they dead. shot him, and then, then like in the same scene, almost the guy with the bandages shoots a para like a paratrooper. Yeah, uh, yeah, or not yeah, a paratrooper, yeah. but a guy coming down the side of the building. Yeah, uh, shoots him and he dies, and you're like, what, what? I guess he did some really good first aid yeah. on him. He patched yeah, them up pretty good, pretty good, because you can get up and shoot people now. Yeah. So then Stallone shows up. And he's like, you know, he, they're talking to him, and they're going like, "Hey!" But in the meantime, I think, I think, uh, I, I think uh, the the other guy finds out that Stallone. Yeah, the two, the other guy of the his his ex buddy finds out that Stallone, so he sends his guys to kidnap Stallone's wife and kid at the house. Yep. yep. So then they got them. They they're at the house kidnapped, and, and they find out about it. And then Stallone finds out about it, and he goes. I'm going to do this. i got to go save my wife. And he goes, no, no. And then, like, you know, angry Cameron Mitchell, angry, you know, screaming obscenity, screaming obscenity, this screaming Cameron Mitchell. Yeah. Like, no, you got to get these guys. We'll get some of our guys to save your wife and kid. And they're having it out. He goes, like, no, i got to save my wife and kid. And he goes, no, you got to do this for your Don't country. Don't you care about your country, Frank Stallone? I mean, Hexstone. Hexstone. And he's like, all right, I'll do it this time. You better save my wife and baby daughter, baby kid. So boy. they send some cops over to his house. Meanwhile, Stallone goes and infiltrate the, uh, yeah. the terrorist or whatever. Of course, you know, and 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 you're like, I don't know. And that guy, because what right after they sent they killed those people, the guy like screams out the window, "If you do anything else, we're gonna kill this, kill the president's daughter." Yeah. And I'm like. Okay, because if you do that, you have zero bargaining thing. They'll just burn this whole place to the ground and you'll all die. Yeah, but, you know, the president thought her, you know, I mean. But so. it has no weight. Like, you, like if he goes, I'll kill this lady. Oh, really? Well, if you do that, we're going to just blow you up. Yeah, but the president. Yes, I get it. The point is you don't want to. But you can't. She's, she's, I mean, it's like the president's, <laughs> the president's family is just as important as you know, t to whatever, you know what I mean? They Even have, more appreciate now to, than it ever has been. They, yeah, they, <laughs> they have to give, and they have to give their lives in order to save the president's daughter. Cause that's, yeah. that's not like she was like, you know, some like Even if they had a, remember all these hostage things like, you know, in yeah. the seventies or whatever, they went out of their way to make sure that nobody, well, and you would want to. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, but the basic premise, if you have one hostage, you say, I'm going to kill this one hostage. You have no bartering chips after that point. That is your one and only thing that's worth anything. Because after that the, point, they would just big, machine gun. Oh, but that's a big. I'm <clears throat> losing my voice. Yeah. That's a big chip. Oh, it is. That's but, like having like a million dollar stack of chips. But you this know? guy was just flippantly saying, "I'll kill her." Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, really? Well, I mean, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm not saying it'd be neat to go kill the president's daughter. But as soon as you, if you ever would do that, then you you're dead immediately. Like there's nothing left that they would care about. They would just kill everyone there. Well, I you know I, yeah. I whatever. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, that, that's that's our you know. Of whatever. the many plot points that are faulty, I, I, that's I, not the le that's the least of our worries. That's as far the, as that's it. the least faulty ones. I could see something happening, like some bargaining thing or whatever. I could see that. Yeah. yeah as yeah, opposed yeah. to like you know, I mean now nowadays you know it, it's like if there's some if they capture some people, 
that are just regular people. I don't know, but if it's like somebody that's a big <laughs> no, shot, I do. Forget it, you know. You're gonna see that little X on the building, and you know that little camera that's on the front of the bomb, the missile. Yeah. You're gonna see that on the news. It's gonna go, hey, look, and watch this. It rings the doorbell, kablamo, and then you're like, huh, okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. So anyway, Stallone's trying to infiltrate these guys. The the cops are going to the and then like. The cops end up saving the family, Stallone. Right. But then, while Stallone's inside the building, one of the one of the uh, terrorists decides he's gonna like rape the president's oh, daughter. Oh, this is so terrible! But, but you, you're glossing over one of the most important What's points. What's that? As they go in to save the do- the the family, Frank uh. Hexstone's family. There's this guy who runs towards the pool, and the black cop just keeps shooting just him. shoots him in the, with his shotgun and keeps pumping and shooting and pumping and shooting. And then he's walking. And he's like, "That made my day." And you're like, <laughs> "What yeah, are you yeah, talking yeah. about?" Like, it was just such a that was just like you know, like it a, was so funny though. You're just like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" You know, you're just shooting his dead body. That hey. made my day. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna go tell my Indian bartender friend in Jive about how I shot that guy and give him my special handshake. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. So, like, what the hell, man? So the guy, so one of the terrorists <laughs> is trying to rape the daughter, yeah. and then she runs, she escapes, and then like the main, the main bad guy like sees her, and he goes, "What are you doing, you idiot?" And he kills him, yeah. and he goes, "Okay, tie her up again, <laughs> again, you mm-hmm. know, and make sure because mm-hmm. these, are, this is the only way we're gonna get our guys out by have by delivering her, you yeah, know." Yeah. So, like, Stallone gets in there, and he has, like, I think he kills a couple of people. Oh, right? yeah. He's, he, there's a few hapless henchmen that yeah. easily get murdered, you know. So then, he, finally, it's just Stallone, his ex-best friend, and the yep. girl. Yep. And they're, like, and they're basically, like, shooting at each other. He's like, don't come any closer, I'll kill her, you know. And then Stallone's, like, shooting at him. He runs away. The girl escapes. And then he tells her, don't run, you know. I go, oh, okay, you know. <laughs> so he grabs, he gets her back. And they're like they're getting ready to have a Mexican standoff, and then the, the, the terrorist guy goes, I'm not, I, "I don't know if he ran out of bullets or whatever, but they decide instead of fighting with guns, they're gonna duke it out." No, they, this is like the manly thing to do. He's like, "Okay, now it's time for me and you, mano y mano." Yeah. So they start like so. Then they have like a Heck Stone said, "What would my brother do? I'm gonna put down my weapon. And let's fight with our knives or our fists." So yeah. they have like a they have like a fist fight for a while there. Pretty good. Pretty good fight. Pretty good fight. I pretty mean, good it's a fight. Not bad. kind of realistic in the fact that it was a little bit nastier than usually you see in movies. Movies are almost too clean and and pretty in fight scenes where this was like kind of falling down and punching and Hulk grappling a little bit, you know, a little bit more. So like, you know, Hack Stone's beating the crap out of him, and then like the the terrorist guy goes, "Well, you know what? I'm going to get my ass kicked, so I'm going to take I'm going to take the terrorist way out of this shit." And he just jumps out the window, and hacks like Stone's like, no, don't do it, don't kill him. And they're just like blown to pieces or whatever. Yeah, and you're he, like, he okay. jumps out of this window, he falls out of a two-story window, a second-story window, sorry. And everyone starts machine-gunning him, and they and and Hex Stone runs down, and they still have that poignant like, oh, yeah, you should have done that? this, and you're like. That guy's brains and blood would have been everywhere for being shot that many times, you know. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. and before they jumped out of the window, he's like, "We could have. It was the right thing to do." You know, he tried to do that. Oh, I took the high road. You should shouldn't try and be so mean. We can work it out still. You know that thing. And then he died. What? A, yeah. What a movie. What a what a weird, disjointed movie. I. I don't know. I, I, now that we're talking about it, I'm laughing more than I did during the movie. As I was watching, I was like, "What am I watching here?" You know, there was there was some parts where you're like, "This is bad, man." I see. I to me, it's like I've seen so many movies like yeah. this that it didn't really register. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is the most horrible thing." It yeah. was just like, "Okay, this is just a cheesy Frank Stallone cheesy cheapo bo- action movie straight to video." No boom mic, not a, not no. a single boom mic. So hey, they, that that's. Chalk one up for the producers, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hard, no, Frank Stallone was was hardly in the movie. Yeah, he was hardly in the movie. Yeah, and that's gonna go over into our ACC because Ungato Bato, Ogden Bato, or whatever. He was hardly in the movie. Like, but he was not memorable. memorable. Well, he was yeah, memorable. yeah. But I mean, this we're talking about the Asian called cinema movie. Oh, I could have used. But Chiba all... was in most of the movie, so you got to see young Chiba there with his little beard yeah. anyway. But that's in the past. Yeah. We're in the future yeah, now. Yeah, good point. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, you could do worse. It wasn't... I'm still not sure it was a movie, but I guess it was a movie. I think it's a movie. And okay. I'm, and I'm going to say watch it. I'm going to say, if you like 
cheesy B movies with Frank Stallone, and you, you have an idea what you're getting into. Cameron Mitchell goes over the top in this. See, I've never Check heard of this. Out. I've never heard of this. Yeah, um, friends of mine. All, some friends of mine thought this was pretty funny. So, yeah? yeah. Did you watch this like a lot when you were younger? No, or never. Like that? No, oh, first time I watched oh, okay. it. Okay. But they told me it was pretty good. Yeah, so. I mean, it, it was like very over the top. So. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Not like over the top with. Uh, no, not that not, over not, the not, top. Not, 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 not Celeste Stallone's over the top. top. That's two over the top uh, in one yes, show. Yes, it is. Two references in one show. <clears throat> yes, it is. And after, after a break, I need some liquid because my yeah, voice is going I know. Me too. What the heck? I think it's early in the morning. You know? eh, probably. But anyway. Yeah, what do you so what do you give this one? I'd give it a six. Check it out. Yeah, know? I'll go five five or a six. I'm in the same range. Yeah, you know? just watch it. It's good dumb fun. I have a few beers and <laughs> like, I am surprised that MST hasn't gotten their hooks in this or if Rift Tracks hasn't gotten their hooks in this. Did you oh my god, Rift Tracks put two out uh, this on Netflix this week or on Amazon Prime, whichever one, I don't care. Um, cool as ice. Vanilla Ice is oh, nineteen ninety. Okay. Holy shit balls. And then what was uh, the other one they did? Um Damn, the other one was really funny too. Ah, my brain. Ah, oh, sorry. There, there was okay. two. There was two new uploads uh, on there, and I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> man, oh man, that cool as ice was shitty." I forgot how bad that was. Uh, I never. I mean, I never watched it obviously. Oh yeah. I mean, but I, I forgot they even dressed like that. He he. Oh, had the this, baggy, baggy. Stuff. No, but this one looked like a five-year-old painted with crayons all over everything. Oh, that's and it's, good. It was terrible. Bring it, was it back. So funny. Yeah, why not? Sure. Bring it back. All right. Yeah. So there you have it. Um. Now that I know, there's a lot more Frank Stallone in our in our future. Oh, oh, and of course we forgot to mention our buddy the uh, the synthetic drum that was like in every scene of this movie. Eighties love that. I love that one. Um. Remember that. Um. God. What was the Schwarzenegger one where the terrorist took as a... Not, oh, Commando. Commando mixed steel drums with <laughs> with, uh, with that synthesizer. Remember they were in the... They were, dun, 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 yeah, they were doing the steel yeah, drums yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. what are we doing? It's like a saxophone, you know, non-sex scene. What you, what's that saxophone doing here? That's... A, they tried to make the steel drums replace the synthetic. Ah, uh, there's uh, these movies. Every one of these like cheese ball movies has the uh, same Miami Vice drum synth score in it. Yep. Oh well. There you go. All right. Well, we'll be back with way more Frank Stallone in the near future, in but the near future, <laughs> in, the near, yeah. in the not, not too distant week, future. But, yeah. So yeah. All right. There you have it. My name is Mal with me as always. Doctor Morbius. This has been Slow Row but a Go Go. It has. Frank been. Stallone's. Vehicle, uh, Frank Stallone vehicle, Terror in Beverly Hills. Stone, baby. I, w- I hope he. W- I, w- I was hoping at the end it was Hack Stone will return again and tear in, you know, terror uh, in outer in space. space. Yeah, tear out of space. There you go. Oh, they think uh, there was a movie called Terror in Outer Space. I think wasn't nice. there? Yeah, there's everything. They had to everything in outter space. Yeah, love outer space. Then it became boring. Done. We're right. done. We're done.
And the Lord said, oh, laugh, children laugh, the Lord said, laugh, children laugh, the Lord said, laugh. Do <laughs> 
everybody back there. <laughs>